Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Eating Salads. It's me again, Austin Crosby. I just came up the stairs to this nice sunny room where Casey's been waiting for me. Uh, we just had a delicious little treat. Mine was a, uh, I don't know what to call it, but it was a fruit salad with a tiny cube of banana bread, which Casey made on top. It had uh, blueberries, grapes, a nectarine, and some uh, lingonberry. Hey, so Casey's been doing a fantastic job. We went to Home Depot and got more joint compound, and she's been like patching up the drywall in our guest bathroom closet. But it's been an otherwise, you know, lackadaisical Sunday. Um, I tried to watch this movie, The Empty Man, on HBO, and it's really, it, it's reminiscent of an early 2000s horror movie um think alone in the dark or dark water or anything like that but also a uh, creepypasta an internet creepypasta very strange tone i can't remember where i recognized the main actor from but the movie was just kind of nonsense and at one point i walked away from it and tried to make some pizza dough and pickles and never came back to the movie. Speaking of the pizza dough and pickles, we'll see how the pizza dough goes. I left it in the fridge to ferment for a few days. I'm going to see if I can leave it for four or five days. Um, but it was like sticky. Yeah, we'll see how it goes. We'll see how it goes. It won't be the end of the world no matter what. Uh, the pickles, on the other hand, I did all the preparation for the pickles with my new big jars. Went out, picked some dill, peeled some garlic and then went to go grab the cucumbers out of the sack, and they were all, like, rotten and mushy. So that was a total waste. They're going into the compost, and now our uh, pickle recruitment standards are being raised. Terrible waste. Anyway, I do want to talk a little bit more about the, the solar roof. So if that's not your favorite subject, um, you know, get over it. But... I just can't dislodge it from my head. I'm incredibly nervous and anxious regarding it. It, it almost keeps me up at night. Um, I'm just it, out of excitement, but also disbelief. Uh, it's, it's coming quickly, so if it works out, man, you know, wow. Because late last night, Casey and I reviewed several videos. Wow, it's getting really windy outside, guys. Not to be too distracted, but I, I love this. I hope it means we get a little bit of a storm here. It's well needed. Um, basically, every tech YouTuber got who lives in California or the like got solar power a, a couple years ago, a few years ago, and they do a series of updates. You know, it doesn't make it, doesn't make financial sense. Living with my solar roof, the, those sorts of videos. Does a power wall make sense? Update after one year of ownership, and the list goes on. I watched a lot of those videos almost a year ago before we ordered the solar roof. And now, while we've been stuck in this process of trying to get one, it was a sensitive topic and I wasn't necessarily digesting as much content about the solar roof as I otherwise would have, just because, you know, it's a sore subject. You're angry about how long it's taking. Well. Now that it's getting moved along more, I started looking at more of those update videos 
from the last two or four months, off the top of my head, uh, one of the guys who's we watched is Ben Sullins. He's a tech YouTuber. Uh, I think he worked at Wired or the like. Um, there's another guy that's bald in Utah. And then there's another kind of chubby guy in California, I think. Well, um, who has like an almost not American accent, very strange. Anyway, of those guys I mentioned, one of them has the solar roof that we're getting, but no batteries. One of them has a small solar panel array and no batteries. And another one has a small solar panel array, I think the smallest, and two batteries. All of them had great things to say. Um, the one word of advice that I took serious back in the day, I anticipated this and I'm glad I did. The one guy goes, hey, I wish I would have put more panels on because he had five kilowatts and a couple of batteries, I think. And he was just saying like, it, for the permitting process and all the hassle, you want to max out as much as you possibly can because you don't want to have to go through all the trouble to add a few panels later on. And that's especially true for the solar roof that we're doing because it's the whole roof and you can never really add more panels as far as I'm aware. Um, or no one will go through the trouble of adding panels later down the line because it's not as high of a uh, returning project for a contractor unless they're getting to do your whole roof. That's what I've heard. Well, anyway, the one guy gave really cool numbers. He said, you know, in the year prior to having solar, his energy bills were about $2,200 over the course of a year. So let's say, you know, high hundreds, $180 power bills. Let's guess maybe, I don't know, around not quite $200 a month. After he installed, he did not have power walls. After he installed eight kilowatts of solar, his total year's electricity went down to $150, which was almost entirely service fees. Now, that guy, 67% of the energy generated by his solar panels were not used in his home, went to the grid, and he had to use net metering to trade, basically, his utility, a one-to-one, -one, you know, here are ones I produce, and later give me one back I need to use. And he came out, you know, obviously, tremendously ahead. Um, he, you know, saving a couple thousand dollars a year, it sounds. But then other dudes were like, same deal. Like everyone eliminated their bills. They would manage their power walls, put them in different settings and, um, get their bills from like $15 a month to negative $5 a month. And I don't know, man, I'm looking really forward to it. Basically of all these tech YouTubers, I think two of them had eight kilowatt systems, one of them had a five kilowatt system, and only one of them had batteries. And he had two batteries that were the old batteries, and we're gonna have three of the new batteries. And 12 kilowatt hours. So way, and we use a lot of electricity. In case he has an electric car, we have an electric heater, electric air, you know, everything. Two, two air conditioners, really, and two heaters that are both electric. Uh, and a not very efficient house so far. But this is what I want to get to. We've made so many efficiency improvements on the house. And I don't know... 
Compared to new construction, I don't think we could ever get it to be as efficient as new construction. But we've made it so much more efficient than it was, I hope. And we'll never really get to see the apples to apples comparison prior to and after solar because we did it all in one year, if that makes sense. We increased our usage a ton via the res renovations and switching to more electric appliances. But then we made efficiency gains that like, again, if, if we had a whole nother year to sit and look at the data, we could see what just our efficiency gains did before switching to solar. But if we did that and it was substantial, we wouldn't be allowed to install as much solar as we're installing perhaps. Because if our energy use dropped a lot, we would, be, we would have to, by regulation, have less solar on our roof. Anyway, that all being said, I'm a lot less worried about it now knowing that uh, of all these dudes who have their like $12 power bills, we're getting way more solar and way more batteries. And uh, that's awesome because I, I would love to export clean energy for the neighbors, frankly. I, I think that that's only good for the world. Uh, and down the line, you'll use much more electricity. It's inevitable. And the system will degrade over time. So that means we'll get a more substantial chunk back for years and years to come. Um, the efficiency gains I was interested in, yeah. I, I don't know. It'll be crazy. One guy even who had the five kilowatts and two power walls, he said that Tesla told him that the batteries basically double your solar output, or, or not your solar, but they double the effective size of your PV array, your photovoltaic array, by allowing you to store and use it later. Um, we'll see, you know. One guy also said, because that would be insane. I mean, him having a five kilowatt system and effectively doubling it with batteries would still be smaller than our standard solar system which were then apparently doubling with more batteries. Dude, it'll be crazy. It'll be crazy. One guy, that same guy, and I get them all conflated because you know, we were watching them all night. He, um, he went through the settings of his power wall and showed that you can put it in backup only mode to work as an emergency generator and never, it stays full, which I think is kind of silly. And it is admittedly outdated because they added a storm watch feature, which will look at the weather. And if you have any event coming that could cut the power, it will put your power walls into a higher reserve so that they're ready to rumble in case power goes out for a long time, which is nice. The other mode, one of them was self-powered mode, which at first glance, I was like, oh, that's what we would want. I want self-powered mode. I want never to use the grid. It uses solar as much as possible during the day and then batteries at night so that we're never reliant on the grid, which is romantic to say the least. But he went in to talk about how it actually made more financial sense to activate it in the newer mode, which is called, I think, money saver mode. And the way that that works and it, this is kind of the confusing thing about power grids. It's, it's really nonsense. There are certain hours here, at least, and many other places, where electricity costs much more 
in certain hours where it costs much less to incentivize you to charge your car at night, but not run your toaster at peak time, whatever. Well, that does not necessarily coincide with the sun, if that makes sense. So you could, uh, on one hand, totally distance yourself from that and just go off grid, basically. Or you could use those price discrepancies and you could use grid power when it's cheapest to fill up your batteries and then discharge them when you get the most money back for it during peak hours. Um, which would be cool. That, the guy who did that said that with the same system, he ran it for months and months and he would still have like $10 energy bills. But then after he switched on that setting, it was the first time that his system ever went into the cash flow positive, negative $5 at the end of the month. And uh, that could make sense. I'm definitely into that. Um, it would maybe mean, and I don't know, our system could be so big that it doesn't matter either way. Especially if we went on vacation or something. Or lately, I mean, these lately we have had the downstairs big air conditioner completely turned off. And we've been only using the upstairs one. And it's been like 90 degrees. 95 degrees outside. So if we uh, had a better month where it's sunny but also cooler spring and fall months maybe late summer i don't know and those would be the months that you're like really putting out and not using a ton of energy we'll see we'll see the data will be interesting um anyway i digress guys thank you so much for tuning in as i said earlier casey's uh, drywall is going great we're gonna continue on more of those projects tomorrow i tell you all about it drink some water stay healthy and come again tomorrow.